This is SG2 Perspectives, a conversation with SG2 experts and industry thought leaders about the biggest trends in healthcare and what we expect that's going to mean for the future of healthcare delivery. We are not just the largest CIN in Arkansas, we are also financially and clinically the most successful CIN in Arkansas. With lots of collaborative help and teamwork, we have successfully year over year improved on our quality improvement scores in all the contracts across the board. Welcome to SG2 Perspectives. I'm your host, Trevor Durin. Today, I get the privilege of interviewing Bob Sarkar, president of Arkansas Health Network, a CIN that's gotten a fair amount of publicity, but still not that well known despite their success. This spring, you've heard a theme that SG2 has been talking about, healthcare hits reset. And if you listen to this podcast, you've heard a series of interviews with leaders from health systems across the country talking about how different organizations and different pieces of the health system are thinking about this as a reset moment. Today, I want to hear Bob's perspective on how their successful CIN can do that. Bob, give us the elevator pitch. What's Arkansas Health Network? Thank you for inviting me for this podcast. I'm Bob Sarkar, President and CEO of Arkansas Health Network, a CIN, clinically integrated network, sponsored by CHI St. Vincent, Common Spirit Health. And we have been in the industry since 2014 and have actually expanded in a big way in the last six, seven years. Arkansas Health Network, it's a physician-led, clinically integrated network initiative that builds on the strengths of participating providers to improve patient health, increase efficiency, and enables physicians to succeed in today's changing healthcare payment landscape and delivery landscape. We are the largest CIN in the state of Arkansas with 3,400-plus providers and 18 hospitals 25 skilled nursing facilities. We manage just over 130,000 lives, and those managed value-based care lives are growing almost every week. We were focused in central Arkansas, but we have grown across the state. So we are proud to serve our Kansans and also proud to be a national best practice in value-based care. Thanks, Bob. That's a helpful overview. When AHN was created almost 10 years ago, what was the goal then? How has that goal changed over time? There were three major or broad goals that we had when we started this. One was our sponsor. They were not the market leaders in the fee-for-service area. But we knew that after Affordable Care Act, the care delivery model is changing because the reimbursement model is going to be changing. All parties, political parties embraced, MACRA embraced value-based care business. So we knew that the future of healthcare is going to be transformative, is going to be changing. In creating Arkansas Health Network, there were three major goals that we had in mind. We wanted to be relevant and have our sponsors as well as our provider partners. Four-fifths of those providers are independent community providers across the state. We wanted to ensure that everybody, participating providers and sponsors, are relevant in the market to the payers, to the employers, to their patients. Relevancy is something that we want to ensure. Number two is we want to ensure that we transform the market from a fee-for-service to a fee-for-value. And we wanted to be the first mover doing the right thing and also positively disrupt the market to our providers and our sponsors' benefit. And the third goal was while transforming the healthcare delivery system and the market in Arkansas, we want to ensure that we were financially sustainable. Our quality of reimbursement, our new revenue stream in the value-based care was already being consolidated and created while getting into a clinically integrated network business to manage value-based care lives and value-based care contracts. 
was created in collaboration and cooperation with independent physicians. Although it's financially fully owned subsidiary of CHS and Vincent or Common Spirit Health, but it is a very functional collaboration and partnership between independent physicians of Arkansas and medical group or employed physician group of CHS and Vincent, Common Spirit Health and Common Spirit Health. So those were the major goals, three broad goals that we started our journey around at least on the last goal, the most probably quantifiable, you guys have done a great job. I mean, from 2017 to 2020, you generated shared savings. What's been your secret sauce? What's made AHN so successful? Most health systems that we talk to right now talk about physician alignment as a particular challenge. And CINs have been one of the models that others have tried, but it's not exactly like the most in vogue model right now. Tell us why it's worked so well for you. The word has gone out. We are not just the largest CIN in Arkansas. We are also financially and clinically the most successful CIN in Arkansas with lots of collaborative help and teamwork. We have successfully year over year improved on our quality improvement scores in all the contracts, not just governmental contracts, but also commercial and Medicare Advantage contracts too across the board. We have also gained shared savings because we have year over year increased our shared savings for the payers and employers. And as a result, have received pay for performances. So financially and clinically, we have had successes. The secret sauce is in two broad buckets, strategic factors and functional factors. Strategic factors is a huge, highly powerful, motivational and highly effective physician alignment strategy that CIN has been. Under the strategic factor with our growth, we have not only a fiduciary responsible physician-led board of managers in the central hub of the CIN, we also have chapter boards across the state, which are basically populated by practicing physicians. And then we also have different efficiency-focused committees, like clinical care committee, quality improvement committee. We have IT committees. We have finance and contracting committees, employer services committees. These are all populated by independent physicians predominantly with a mixture of employed physicians. So they see that these physicians and our critical mass of physicians across 3,400 providers are highly engaged. They see this AHN as not a CIN of, of Common Spirit Health. They see this CIN as their own. So the ownership and accountability of these physicians across the board has been a huge critical success factor from the very beginning. That's part of one of the strategic factors. And then we have unique resources within Arkansas Health Network, one of the few in the industry. We have multidisciplinary care management team, but we also have unique uh, services, which are physician and provider facing, like RN practice coaches, who are focused on helping physicians to transform their practices and also help them interpret their performance data on a regular basis. We have pharmacists that are focused on physicians' performance and helping them interpret their data, as well as to understand whether they are focused referring within their appropriate referral network, which are low-cost, high-performing providers so that it helps the pairs who are supporting us and the patients, of course. We also have, from the very first beginning of our journey, a strong support from Common Spirit Health. We used to be Legacy CHI, now Common Spirit Health, from the national office, from our division office, and also our market leadership. There's a huge support from the very beginning. That has helped us from a strategic perspective, has been a secret sauce and a strategic factor of our success. As far as functional factors, second bucket, we have a strong multidisciplinary team, which includes certified diabetic educators. As you may know, diabetes is an epidemic, especially in Arkansas. We have RN facility managers basically focused on post-acute cares. We have RN health coaches who are focused on patients. And we have also all master's level social workers to look into social determinants of health. 
they are working on a minute-by-minute basis after they identify patients who could be chronic, rising risk or high risk, or has a propensity to become a hospital case or an acute case or an ER visit case. We also ensure that we have, based with the help of our next generational IT population health and IT analytics platform, we identify those patients who could become a hospital case or an emergency room visit case with the help of high tech and high touch. We ensure that we head off those large claims and keep those patients healthy in an outpatient setting and manage them proactively. So that has been one of the functional reasons why we have been successful in all these multidisciplinary team that we have. They are coached and trained in motivational interviewing skills. And those goals have been set up ahead of time and changes as we evolve and progress. Those have been our secret sauces of our success. Thanks for sharing. Give me more of the messy details, though, because all of that sounds terrific from a patient perspective, but it sounds like it could mean more work, more coordination, more touch points, more documentation for a physician or any clinician to manage. How have you also made this easier, less work, more effective work from a clinician's perspective to keep them better connected and better aligned? We not only have patient-focused resources, health coaches, social workers, but we also have physician-facing and physician-practice-focused, participating hospital and skilled nursing facilities, post-acute care-focused resources who are on a regular basis helping them interpret their data, helping them understand what documentation and coding that needs to happen. They're also watching and auditing their practice patterns as a silent observer and working with them in partnership and collaborating with them, sharing them there are some best practices across the network that they could adopt. We exchange best practices within our own network. So we have resources, not just from a clinical standpoint, but we also have resources from a pharmacy standpoint, what kind of medicines they are prescribing, what they could change and have the same clinical efficacy, but are cost effective. And generic medicine adaptation is something that our full-time pharmacist is constantly working with across the network. The pharmacist is also helping work with the payers too in collaboration with the practices and help Helping them with the formularies too. You can see it. These resources are not available, maybe available on paper or from other places, but functionally, boots on the ground on a regular basis, they get being part of these providers and hospitals and physicians, get them on a regular basis. And they help these revolving door patients who could be managed in an outpatient setting rather than occupying these valuable physician times. They are being managed by Arkansas Health Network, our outreach clinical clinicians, and as a result, showing value to our participating partner physicians. That's good. On your website, you talk about how you've distributed the savings, at least from MSSP, with about a quarter going to providers and about three quarters being invested back in infrastructure. Is that infrastructure the programs and people you talk through? Is there some data, tech tools, other pieces that you're hoping the curve of your infrastructure investment is going to change over time? Or do you think you're going to have to continuously invest that much back to continue to find more and more shared savings in the future? We see Arkansas Health Network to be a population health management company. From the very beginning, the investment that our sponsor had made, the revenue that we had generated, physicians and our board of directors, they make those calls with the recommendation from the Finance and Contracting Committee. 
Our board chair is a fiercely independent primary care physician in the community. Our co-chair of our finance committee is an independent specialist. They are very, very entrepreneurial and are very much driven with what is best for the community, for the physicians, for the patients. With that in mind, we always wanted to become a PNL company, not have to depend year over year on subsidy from our sponsors. In the first three years of income on shared savings, we distributed some money. We were conservative in distribution and have been intentionally aggressive in investments and paying off the debts to our sponsors. And then after distributing money, and this is the board making the decisions, board of directors, board of managers, we have invested in getting these next generation population health management platform, which are in multi-billion dollars. We did not go for capital investment or from subsidy from our sponsors. We bought it from our operating cost. We are right now in the process of investing with the market MSO, Management Services Organization called EngageMed. In partnership, their physicians are also part of our network, partnering with them to create and invest a centralized patient referral and coordination center with one call stop. It will be highly helpful for patient experience and also for physicians too, for their scheduling purposes. So physician experience will also increase, which goes to the quadruple aim, increase quality lower cost and improve patient satisfaction, improve physician experience. Our income has not just been from Medicare shared savings ACO, Trevor, we have, our income has also from commercial managing commercial population and managing Medicare Advantage population effectively and efficiently. So in the last year's distribution that we are currently doing right now, it's predominantly from Medicare shared savings ACO, but we have also received money from these other contracts that we have managed. And now we are in the last couple of years, we have actually invested in creating an on-site near site convenient care clinic and OC health clinic for a large economic zone which has 35 plus employers in central Arkansas. So we basically are not just managing or investing in our providers intentionally, but also investing in the market. We have also set aside money in this journey to take higher levels of risk where we can take not just upside risk, but also upside downside risk. And we are now primed to take capitated kind of risk too. And we don't want to be an insurance company, so please don't get us wrong. But we want to be a very high functional provider-led national best practice on CINs. We have paid off all our debts. We continue to distribute money. We have invested in the market and the providers, and we continue to do that while we have set aside money for reserves. That has been our journey for the last eight years. And we have been intentional in being conservative in distributing money, maybe 20, 25% of our earnings every year. But it was very intentional to create the infrastructure of population health, which in the state of Arkansas, I know SG2 has a map that shows which state is advanced, which state is not advanced in value-based care and population health. Hopefully in one of these near future, we will see Arkansas through Arkansas Health Network on SG2's map as somebody who is doing some work that is making a difference in the lives of the population of Arkansas. That's ambitious. I love it. From the CHI St. Vincent, one of your sponsors' perspective, thinking about this as a reset moment, how has AHN's success created different, better strategic options for CHI St. Vincent right now? There had been some strategic positive impact on, on one of our major sponsors, which is CHS and Vincent. Physician alignment has become automatic in this because the physicians think Arkansas Health Network is a bridge of their relationship with CHS and Vincent. They own this predominantly the critical mass of physicians are very highly engaged in this work. They are even engaged in network integrity. They are very much driven to ensure that the patients are kept within the network because we continue to be a cost-effective network. But we did not want to be just a cost-effective network. As you know, cost-effective networks are just a cheap network. We become a commodity. We wanted to be a value provider. 
it helps not only AHN, but also CHI to transform itself from a cheap provider to a value provider. It helps our sponsors to be a value provider, apart from helping in physician alignment and provider alignment. And it also helped us become the market leader in fee-for-value. CHS and Vincent was not a market leader or fee-for-service, but we can humbly say that we are a market leader in fee-for-value and we continue to be in that trajectory. There has been measurable and deliberate positive impact on our sponsors, Common Spirit Health, CHS and Vincent. Looking ahead, if you're wildly successful five years down the road, what will AHN look like? We started this enterprise, Population Health Management Company, in a very strategic way. We actually did a strategic plan for four or five years, kind of a forecasting what we want to be with help and focus groups and inputs from providers of our network, sponsors of our network, as well as stakeholders of our market employers and brokers. Five years from now or beyond, we want to take more risk so that it will bring more reward. So it will be a win-win for all partners, for all stakeholders. We possibly want to transform the market and take capital risk with some guardrails at this point. But we want to take more and more risk so that it gives the employers and the brokers a choice of where they have a skin in the game. And it's helpful for everyone in the market. We have already been a national best practice with everybody's input and all the stakeholders' help and with God's grace. We also want to ensure that we are continuously improving and learning and we are expanding our quality improvement metrics, process improvement metrics, expanding the number of them while we have hardwired some of them already across the network. We continuously want to ensure that we are improving on our quality improvement metrics and process improvement metrics, utilization management metrics. We also want to increase our number of lives that we have in our portfolio. 130,000, we want to double it in the next few years. That means more and more and our Cancers are going to benefit from our work. CHS and Vincent Common Spirit Health vision is to create healthy population across the community. This is a strategy of more and more our cancer are benefiting from. Not just we want to ensure that our greater Arkansas market also benefits. We become a destination of value provider in Arkansas. It's not just a short-term goal. We have a profound, very ambitious goal. But if you don't put an ambition in front of you or target or a goal in front of us, we cannot work towards it, right? And we are on a daily basis working towards that goal and to meet it. We have to ensure that the entire model is quadrupling. I want to wrap this up as far as long-term goal is concerned. We want to ensure that patient experience is front and center. Access is front and center for them. Low cost, effective, cost efficient cost of care is out there. Transparency is something that we focus on. We want to ensure that the patients are not only getting the high quality, low cost approach offerings from us, but their experience is high too. This is a physician-run, physician-led enterprise or initiative. Physicians remain engaged with our initiative and see benefit from it, not just financial, but also the experience behind it. We continue to offer and partner with payers as well as employers and brokers to bring in cost-effective offering because our overhead is nothing. Hardly any overhead compared to others. Last but not least, we also want to ensure that we become a cost-effective transformative force for the entire Arkansas. Low cost, high quality, and also how do we become a transformative force? We are high quality CIN in the state of Arkansas. Bob, thanks for sharing your story with AHN and some of your keys to success and how it's impacted St. Vincent now and in the future. Thank you. If I may add one more thing, we partner with other CINs in the state not performed by ourselves in the direct-to-employer commercial side. We partner with Arkansas Children's Care Network, where Arkansas Children's Care Network is focused on managing pediatric population, and we are focused on adults, and we go to the market together as a common brand. 
We also partner in the Northwest Arkansas market. We partner with another CIN called Next Health, basically in the commercial side. So we now have a new name of our offering called ARNet Partners. And then we are also with our partnership with SG2, our advisor. We look forward to rolling out the case study that you had written on us in the next few days. We look forward to it as well. Thanks again. Look forward to having you back on SG2 Perspectives again soon. Thanks so much for listening to SG2 Perspectives. As always, I really value your feedback, input, comments, or ideas for episodes, and you can reach us at sg2perspectives at sg2.com. Additionally, I recommend that you check out some of the other Visient podcasts, which cover a range of clinical and operational areas. Those can all be found at visientinc.com backslash podcasts. Mm-hmm.